every American attached to W-2 wages or a 1099 should be contributing to their own health savings account. Currently, an HSA combines high deductible health insurance with a tax-favored savings account. Money in the savings account can help pay the deductible, and, and once that is met, the insurance starts paying. Money in the account earns interest and is mine to keep. I am healthy and believe I am the one responsible for the maintenance of my existence. I want the freedom to choose how I do it. Do I need a massage or a chiropractic adjustment? Should I take an aspirin or use essential oils? Being responsible puts me in control of my own wellness, mental, physical, and spiritual. It seems the focus of healthcare went from self-reliance to self-dependence, and we need to turn that ship around. The pursuit of happiness, as written in our Constitution, resonates with being in good health. Healthy people are happy people. Life is easier. This could be a wake-up call to those who are not going to participate, those that want to continue their current destructive habits because they are free to do so. The difference now would be that it's not at my expense. After this break, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be speaking with Grace Daydone, who is the benefits consultant at A&H Insurance, and we're going to get into a deeper dive on health savings accounts. I'll be right back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. SunTech Storm Panels are a durable, all-weather window insulator that cuts down cold winter drafts, immediately reducing your heating bill. Call SunTech for a free estimate, 352-9396, SunTech Storm Panels. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. So excited to have one of my dearest friends here, Grace Daydone, who is with A&H Insurance. And we've had many conversations. And in fact, she's the one that set up my health savings account for me so that I understood the power of this great tool. Let's talk about Grace. Let's get into it. Let's talk about why everyone should have one. I'm really excited about the health savings accounts as a whole. And they're really growing in popularity because of the potential premiums that you can save and that money that you're saving in premiums you can actually use to fund the HSA accounts. So I'm going to drill down and tell you the difference between what an HSA account really is. So it's actually two separate items. The first is it's a HSA is a funded account and we'll talk about that in a minute. But it also pairs with a qualified high deductible health plan. Both are driven by the IRS and they give you the parameters of what a high deductible health plan can be and what it can't be. So it, they also tell us what the limits are that we can contribute to and what we can't to. So for instance, the insurance plan portion of it, the IRS dictates that the minimum deductible for an HSA plan is $1,350 within a calendar year. The maximum for 2018 is $6,650. 
and for 2019 it's 6750 so they give us a little bit you have a little bit less of a max out of pocket when you have an HSA plan the the idea about an HSA plan that you have to pay like you said the deductible before any of the benefits begin there's no co-pays there's no co-insurance there's no prescriptions but if you do need to utilize care you will pay the contracted rate so if I go see a doctor I'm not going to just pay 1350 for my boo-boo office visit I'm actually going to pay the contracted rate of what they have with the insurance company um, you do need to meet your deductible first, but once your deductible is met, then you can have office visit co-pays, co-insurance, and you will also have your max out of pocket. If this is a great plan for those who are sick and those who are healthy. So if you utilize your own care, like you were just saying, that it's a beautiful thing because you can put money into the separate funded HSA account, that you can u you can utilize that but where you have that you can use your money after your deductibles and prescriptions and that type of thing. So also with your HSA plan, as far as the insurance po portion, they still are also have the regulations of the Affordable Care Act, which means that um, your preventative is still gonna be covered without a copay or a deductible. So there's some beautiful benefits in that piece of it. Well, and you know, one of the things, yeah, so here's where my struggle. Yes. So when I talk about, you know, everyone should have an HSA, part of my problem is, you know, the insurance industry, the pharmaceutical industry. And so I, I think, you know, maybe, maybe uh, the president could be listening to the show to go, why do we continue to support all these high health deductible insurance plans? Why can't we as Americans just fund our own HSAs? Right. Well, and I think that that there's because there's a lot of confusion over it. And I think people are not comfortable in meeting their deductible first. So if the deductible, so right, let's let's talk about a regular fully funded plan. So the basic deductible right now, the average is about a five thousand dollar deductible where I have office visit copay. Some people are not comfortable meeting that negotiated rate before the deductible. Most of them want a $30 office visit copay, that type of thing. So I think that it's all about education. And that's where the HSA becomes a beautiful thing. So as part of the funded portion of the HSA, you can set up a separate, how you would do it is that you'd set up a separate bank account that would be, that would be deemed as an HSA bank account. And it's generally a debit card. And you can put money into it monthly you can do it all at once or as needed. Let's but let's say it is pre-tax. It is. It, yeah, we'll get into the okay, tax benefits. Okay, good. The, tax, yeah. the, the tax portion of it is the exciting part because yes. we all okay. want to pay less in taxes. Right. So um, you can put those in. You could have it as an employer contribution. You can have it as an employee pre-tax, like you were saying. Um, and the only parameter is that in 2018, you can't contribute more than 3450 into your HSA-funded account. In 2019, it's going up to 3500 every year. It goes up about $50. And if you're over 55, you can put in an additional $1,000 per year as what they call catch-up. Um, so you can use those HSA funds. So like I was talking about the doctor visit that I pay the negotiated fee for, I would actually use my HSA funds for those medical expenses, for my prescriptions, for anything prior to meeting my deductible. The really fun part about HSAs also is if I don't have a dental or vision plan, I can still use my HSA funds for those because as long as it's medically necessary, then I can use HSA funds for it. 
the tax benefits of an HSA plan are that the contributions that you make come off your gross income. So again, we're paying less in taxes. Um, and you would set up a beneficiary. It's just like a trust. You'd set up a beneficiary for your account. Um, I have some clients that have $80,000 in an HSA account. Um, and the beauty about an HSA is it rolls over year after year. You never use it or lose it. And it's your money. Even if your employer contributes to your HSA, that is always your money. Yeah. And that's one of the, it's a savings account. That's why they call it health savings account. And I know there are certain parameters as to what you can't spend it on, but I imagine some of that will adjust as more and more people get involved and use them and employers use them as part of the benefits. And so to me, it's like win-win all the way around. Well, and there's a lot of, you know, not to get into the legislative stuff, but there's a lot of things that are going on nationally that they're trying to change some of the parameters so the contributions are more, so that the parameters aren't as rigid with the, with the deductibles. But that, you know, we'll just see when that happens, and we'll get excited about it when it does. Um, the beauty about an HSA is that when you turn 65, and that's technically supposedly your retirement time, you can actually use those funds to pay for your Medicare premiums. You can use it to pay for your A and B, your C, and your D plans. So it's very exciting that it allows for that. There's also some pieces of it that if you're unemployed and you have COBRA, it'll pay for the COBRA premiums. You can use it for that. Um, if you can take out that money anytime you want because it is your money, but just know that you'll pay a penalty because you, know, you have to use it for what it's designed for. Um, and you can use the Medicare premiums after 65 or the HSA funds to pay for any of your medical bills, long-term, that type of thing. So it's very exciting that you're really funding your future health is what you're doing. Um, if you um, decide that when you turn 65 that you are not going to worry about that health savings and you have that $80,000 and you want to go buy a new motorhome, you go buy that motorhome. It's your money. And you won't pay a penalty on it, but you will pay the tax on it because you have to pay your taxes one way or another. And because it's not health-related. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know, but traveling. Maybe I think it is health-related. <laughs> Me too. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit more because I really want to emphasize the tax mm -hmm. benefit on this. So out of every paycheck, a certain portion goes into my HSA, mm -hmm. and it just sits there. And it is a savings account. Mm -hmm. It is earning interest. And a lot of these um, agencies that form these uh, HSA accounts for you, like you said, you get issued a debit card. You can go in, see how much money is in there, what you're using it for, and they really educate you a lot. Um, who is mine through? I forget who it HSA is. HSA Bank. HSA Bank. Uh, very user-friendly. Yep. And I know exactly, you know, how much money I have at any given time. And then if I needed to use it for a copay or whatever, here goes swipe the debit card. Super easy. Yep. Right? And you get a monthly statement from, usually, from your HSA bank does this. You get a monthly statement that says how much you've used, how much you can contribute. In the end of the year, they will give you a statement that you can use for your taxes that makes it a beautiful thing so you know how much you've spent in medical expenses and you also know what you can use for your against your gross income. There's also not paying the FICA end if you're an employer. So if you're contributing as an employer to an HSA account towards the funded portion of it, 
if it's $20 a month, if it's 100 then you actually don't pay the FICA on that because that's going to be a pre-tax portion. So it's a really a beautiful place to be. And there's a lot of employers who are now seeing the benefit of it because the reality is and this, this, I find this to be true, especially with a lot of my small groups, that especially the younger men will pick on them. They don't go to the doctor a whole lot. So they've got this great fully funded plan that has low co-pays, has a low deductible, and it's really wasting the employer's money. So what we've done is strategize to where, since they're not going to the doctor anyway, we are going to give them a different HSA plan that has a $1,350 deductible or a $2,000 deductible. But the money that the employer is spending, saving in the premiums, we are actually putting that into an HSA plan, and the employer saves money. It helps retain good employees because they're excited that that becomes an additional, per se, pay increase for them. Ooh, I want to talk more about that when we come back. And we do have to go to break. been speaking with Grace Daydone, who is a benefits consultant for A&H Insurance. Any questions, want to meet with Grace, you can reach her at 775-829-2600. We'll be right back. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert, I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction, Jackson. He's the best. I'm one of those folks who thinks the pharmaceutical industry is out of control, creating costly and devastating consequences that continue to harm, not benefit our society. There are so many prescription drugs that mask the real reasons for poor health, including the endless list of ridiculous side effects that have put many in our country in a place of addiction and dependency. It seems like these drugs are designed to kill you before they cure you. The doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest his patient in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. That was stated by Thomas Edison. So what happened to that philosophy? How about we let doctors be healers again? How about we solve health issues, not mandate them? So right now, we're talking about a way that you can take control of your own health uh, and payments, therefore, through health savings accounts. And I have one of the foremost experts on the subject, Grace Day Doan, who is a benefits consultant at A&H Insurance. And so Grace, I really appreciate you being here. You just planted a seed of an idea. So as an employer with employees, there is a way that I can make a contribution mm -hmm. into my employee's health savings account, whether it's a matching or just a dollar amount every year, which reduces my payroll taxes, which helps me retain good employees and offers a different way that I can um, create benefits for them. I love that. Well, and, and a lot of employers are looking for ways to retain. You know, fortunately, we're in a great economy right now in Reno, and people are looking for good employees. And how do we keep them? Um, a benefit of the uh, HSA plans is that if you offer it, you can pay $100 a month or what, as long as you stay within that $34.50 contribution per year. So let's say you contribute to $100 a month per employee 
Um, and so that's $1,200 a year. That means that I have the option to contribute the rest of that into the HSA, and we both still get that tax benefit. So it's a beautiful place to be. And should an employee choose to leave, which I don't know why they'd leave you, but if they should choose to leave, the HSA funded plan goes with them, not the HSA itself. So they can always get on another HSA plan. It's completely portable. If you change jobs, move, whatever, I get that question a lot. Oh, I have an HSA. It's like you can still fund it. You can still use it. The nice piece, too, about um, HSA plans and having to meet your deductible first, it's kind of keeping people from overutilizing their insurance, which is exactly what you were talking about. That if I have a $10 copay and I have a boo boo on my finger, I'm more likely going to go to the doctor very readily with a $10 copay. However, if I have an HSA plan, I'm probably going to rethink that and maybe just band-aid it or something along those lines. So again, it's just exactly what you're saying. It puts me in the driver's seat of my own health care. Well, and the beautiful thing, it's a savings account. So as we talked about in the first segment, I mean, I can build this thing up. I don't lose it if I don't use it, which is different from some of the other plans out there. And the fact that it reduces taxes and it helps uh, support you in control of your own health to be a better decision maker. Right. 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 Because if I have to spend my own money, just mm-hmm. like you said, I'm going to question whether I should just run to urgent care or if I can, you know, put a Band-Aid on it myself. Right. And if you're going to meet your max out of pocket, that's why I say if it's good for the sick as well, if you're going to meet that max out of pocket anyway in a calendar year, why not fund that HSA and get the tax benefit of it if you're going to meet it anyway? If you're healthy and you're not going to meet it, you still get that tax benefit. I want to talk about some misconceptions of HSA plans. So HSAs, I get clients who come to me and they say, well, I've got a a high deductible plan, so I opened an HSA plan, and you actually cannot do that. You have to have an HSA qualified plan. So they say it's a $6,000 deductible, so it's a high deductible plan, and it does not work like that. If you're, and it's an easy check, just your plan will definitely say if it's an HSA or not. And again, this is where I come in and to help look and make sure that you are doing everything appropriately. But if you are paying a copay for office visits or prescriptions, you generally probably don't have an HSA. Um, the other misconception is that if if something should happen, I leave my employer, and we did talk about this, that you that you will lose that funding. People get HSAs confused with FSAs, which are the flex spending accounts. So it's a totally different avenue, but it, that. FSAs do have those parameters. HSA, you never use it or lose it. So that's a beautiful piece of it. Um, And you also, the other misconception is that if I have an HSA plan, I can't be on spouse's plan who has another plan. So let's say my spouse has a PPO plan that's a regular funded plan or regular insurance plan, excuse me, and I have an HSA plan, I can be dual covered on both plans. However, I can now cannot contribute to the HSA plan because you do have dual coverage. So there's definitely some parameters of what you can and what you cannot cover. And it, it goes into uh, many levels because, you know, it's it's driven by the IRS. So we know that there's going to be um, many levels to that. And who can use my HSA funds? So same scenario that I'm not on my spouse's plan, but I have the HSA plan and it's funded my spouse now can use my HSA funds for his. 
if it's an eligible dependent that is on your plan or on your income tax, then that dependent can use your HSA funds. I did have to do that because I am paying for my daughter's high deductible insurance and I ended up using a portion of my HSA yep. to pay her bills, right? Yep. So, so what happens if, you know, some people uh, decide they don't want to have, you know, a high deductible insurance because we're healthy and, you know, for myself, I looked at how much money I was spending in health insurance premiums, which was uh, at the last was over $6,000 a year. And I kept thinking, why am I giving this to an insurance company? Why can't I be funding my own HSA? So what happens to people that don't have the health insurance um, but still continue to fund an HSA? Well, you really can't because you have to have a qualified HSA plan with it. There's a lot of risk and exposure, just like anything, to not having insurance. That if you don't have insurance and something happens, and we all say, I'm healthy, I'm, you know, whatever, but none of us plan for that car accident for, you know, I hate to talk about the doom and gloom, but it's just the reality of it that if I end up in the hospital with a chronic disease or something that I could end up with millions in medical bills that will not be covered. You know, there's, you know, Medicaid, there's, there's t those type of things that sometimes can kick in, but um, it's, it's an exposure. And, you know, here it's the exact same thing as car insurance. We wouldn't drive without car insurance because it's the what if risk. It's the exact same thing with health insurance and we wanna make sure, and that's why I think it's important to look at all of your options to make sure that um, you are on the right plan that you have the right carrier. And, and along with this, I wanna talk a little bit about utilizing your insurance plan, making sure that to get the best benefit that you stay in network, that you know what your network is, you make sure your doctor is a preferred provider, that you make sure that that full parameter is met. Um, and you know, when we're talking about the 1350 deductible, we're talking about all, that's for everything we were saying today is about a single person. You can generally know you're gonna have to double it. If you have a spouse on that plan, your deductible is now 2,700. So it, it does double, but just it's, it's about control. It's about knowing where your risk is. And I always say this about insurance companies. You're going to spend your money one way or another, either monthly in your premium or in your out-of-pocket costs. So it just a matter, it just depends on where you're most comfortable. And some people I have that want the highest deductible because, like you were saying, they want to have control over that. They want to be able to have a lower premium. And I have others that want a $500 deductible and they don't care what the cost is. And so, you know, it's just about comfort level. I love having an HSA and I love that I have the full ability to use that to the best of my ability. We also need to understand, you know, a lot is changing out there in the insurance world, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people can't afford all the insurance. So you, what are you the president of? I'm the president of the Association for Health Underwriters all right. in Nevada. Okay, so is there anything, I think, you know what? I wanna pick up this conversation. We're gonna continue because I wanna have a full conversation about this health insurance, what's going on at the state level, the federal level, and we obviously can't do this in one show. So, 
Grace is going to stick with me through the next show that we'll pick up next week. However, let's kind of finish on the health mm -hmm. savings account mm -hmm. to make sure that anyone who doesn't know they exist, mm -hmm. who has no idea if they can utilize them, and really as a, a business owner, the power of how you can do something really cool to reduce payroll taxes yep. uh, and also keep those good uh, and retain those great employees. So what is it you want to save uh, to kind of wrap up just on the HSE, even though we'll probably talk more about it um, in our next show? Um, the, the, I guess the takeaway in all of this is that just to make sure that um, you're using your HSA funds appropriately. That first and foremost, I guess even before that, that you're on the right insurance plan. That you have a plan that is going to meet your needs. That you understand the parameters of how HSAs work. And that, and I'll self-tout that you have a good broker that understands these just as well that will be there and will answer these questions for you because sometimes it gets complicated. So, Grace, if somebody wants to reach out, learn more about all of this, what's a good way to reach you? My phone number is 775-829-2600 at ANH Insurance. Awesome, and I'm so glad you're here. I can say from personal experience, uh, having worked with you, of course, but just the, the power of this HSA, and it really does give you peace of mind because you know that you're putting money away in a savings account that you can use towards those unexpected um, is, is just a great way to self-fund some of your own uh, choices in Absolutely. health insurance. So Absolutely. we've got to go to break again. Uh, this is actually the end of the show. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. But Grace, you're not going anywhere. We're going to pick up this conversation. So those of you that want to learn more, stick with us. We'll be back next week. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Sherry. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. <laughs>